Welcome back, Fight Fans. Welcome back to another episode of IBFP Raw with the landlord himself, Boxing Nuke. And look, let's talk about it. Tyson Fury, why he beats Oslander Usyk. And you know, I'm not a guy that makes a lot of predictions. That's just not who I am. I don't really go out and say, this guy is going to beat that guy. That guy is going to beat this guy. That's not really what I do. Now, occasionally I make predictions. And like anyone, sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. That's pretty much a part of it. I'm not right all the time, but I'm not wrong all the time either. But anytime I make a prediction, I try to base them on things that you can see in the ring. I try to base them on things that make sense. That's what I do. And just to give you a few notable predictions that I got right, especially in the heavyweight division, I just want to give you a few. We start with the um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder one. I literally said in that first fight, before that fight happened, everyone was picking Deontay Wilder to knock out Tyson Fury in the first three to six rounds, as I recall. And I believe this is over three years ago now. Um, I was 100% adamant that Tyson Fury's skill set, stamina, and ring IQ would be enough to get a decision victory over Deontay Wilder. And so Wilder dropped him a few times. Tyson Fury got up. And this is a Tyson Fury who was not in the best of shape. And yet the fight went to a decision. And you saw, if you're an honest boxing fan, they scored it a draw. But I think we all knew that Tyson Fury won the fight. I think everyone knew. I mean, if if you're an honest boxing fan, you're not some fanboy, you knew that Tyson Fury won that first fight. And that was my prediction. But on the surface, I got it wrong. It was a draw. No problem. The rematch. You know, um, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury 2. Everybody was talking about it. Screamed out, oh, Wilder didn't finish the job the first time. He's going to do it the second time. And my prediction was that Tyson Fury would knock out Deontay Wilder in the second fight. And the reason and logic from that was not based on my feelings, not based on what I thought about each guy. It was simply based on what I saw in the ring in the first fight. And what I saw in the ring in the first fight was this. I saw Tyson Fury, who was able to hit Deontay Wilder at will. I saw Deontay Wilder, who was only looking and loading up on the right hand. And I saw Tyson Fury take that away from him at times. I'm just going to tell you that. And I know by seeing that first fight that Tyson Fury, especially being active, not coming off of a layoff, his endurance is going to be much better. I knew that he was not going to slow down like he did in the first fight, which would allow Deontay Wilder to catch him. I also knew that he was going to be much more aggressive because towards the end of that first fight, this is what a lot of people missed at the very tail end of that first fight with Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury hurt Deontay Wilder at the at the end of that fight. And when he hurt him, you could see that Tyson Fury saw something there. You could see that marching forward, pounding on Deontay Wilder, and the fact that he hurt him late in that fight, that showed Tyson Fury something. That if I'm the aggressor, 
if I'm the bully and I bully the bully, he doesn't like that. He doesn't know how to react to that. And if I keep pounding him like that from the first round, I can get him out of here. I saw that at the end of that fight. So looking at the rematch, I simply saw that the rematch would be a continuation of the first fight by Tyson Fury going out, looking to hurt Deontay Wilder, pressing forward, taking away his right hand. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. I already knew that Tyson Fury could take Deontay Wilder's power. I knew that. I've seen it. That didn't mean that Deontay Wilder wasn't dangerous, and that didn't mean that Tyson Fury could allow Deontay Wilder to hit him, you know, three or four times with the right hand throughout the fight. It did not mean any of those things. It simply meant that if this fight was going to happen 10 times, Tyson Fury was going to win nine times out of 10. So breaking down what I saw between the first fight, between the two of these guys, I made my analysis and predicted that Tyson Fury would knock out Deontay Wilder in the rematch. Oh, and you would not believe how many people call me crazy. You would not believe how many people said that I, I was a Deontay Wilder hater. I was a Tyson Fury fanboy. And all I was trying to do was give an honest and objective analysis. That is it. My feelings towards one or the other were irrelevant. I was simply trying to break down the facts. That was it. Nothing else. That was, that was really it. And, you know, if you don't believe me about my prediction, if you don't believe that I really said this, go to YouTube. Open the app, and if you're not sub subscribed to me, it'll show as the top video on the page, like pinned to the channel. That's if you're not subscribed to me. If you are subscribed to me, all you have to do is search it up, IBFP Deontay Wilder, I mean, uh, Ty IBFP Tyson Fury Knockout Deontay Wilder, something like that, in the video, pull right up. Um, and I remember at the time, it was a very controversial thing for me to say, and people were just trashing my opinion. And, and it's okay. You you can trash it. You don't have to believe or see things the way that I do. That's fine. I'm open to debate. But you have to understand is that I'm not one of those guys where you tell me, oh, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Um, Fury will never knock out water. You're stupid. Pillow fist Fury, y'all, he's trash. Okay. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You're not going to break me down. You're not going to make me cry. I'm not that kind of guy. You got the wrong person. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm the type of person that if I see it, it makes logical sense. There's evidence to support it. I'm going to stick with that. And if I'm wrong, I'll stand on it. Hey, I was wrong. It is what it is. I don't run from it. But I will tell you, I was right on that. And thousands of people stood up and called me crazy. Thousands of people stood up and said, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Thousands of people stood up and said, you don't know anything about boxing. And I proved all of them wrong with a simple breakdown and analysis. What happened? Tyson Fury took off, knocked out Deontay Wilder. And then Deontay Wilder started making all these excuses. Um, you know, his suit was too heavy. All of this trash. He was drugged loaded gloves. I mean, the excuses were endless. They were endless. And, you know, the funny thing about it is all those people who had doubted me and disrespected me, it was divided. Half of them felt like Fury cheated and they were in denial, which proved they were Wilder fanboys. And the other half 
were supportive of me in my analysis. And, and at that point, I earned them as, as listeners. And the reason why I earned them as listeners, it wasn't because I was right. It's because I made the analysis based on something I saw in the ring, not how I felt about Deontay Wilder, not how I felt about Tyson Fury, not if I liked or disliked the guy. It was simply based on what I saw in the ring. That's all. That was all that analysis was about. It was not personal. Nothing. It was simply based on what I saw in the ring. So now you have a potential undisputed clash between Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk. Tyson Fury has recently come out, according to Michael Benson in TalkSport, where Tyson Fury has declared that he's willing to come back and fight Alexander Usyk in an undisputed heavyweight showdown. And I like that. I know, you know what, scratch that. I don't like that. I love that. I love the fact that Tyson Fury wants that smoke. I love the fact that Alexander wants that smoke. I love the fact that we can see two great elite fighters go at it for the biggest prize in boxing, and that's undisputed. This is what every boxing fan lives for, and styles truly do make fights because both of these guys have high IQs. Both of these guys are fast. Both of these guys are are highly skilled elite boxers. So this should be an ultimate chess match. And me personally, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. I personally do not care who wins or loses. I personally have no dog in the fight. But I do have a prediction. I do have a prediction. But I don't always have a prediction. For the AJ Usyk fight, I felt like that fight was too close to call the second fight. I felt like the second fight was too close to call. And it was a, it was a close fight. Although Usyk won clearly, it was a close fight. And for this one, I just feel that Tyson Fury is going to win based on what I see in the ring from both fighters. And I'll I'll explain it. When I look at Alexander Usyk, he's a talented fighter. He's a elite fighter. He's a special fighter. He's truly gifted. I take nothing away from Alexander Usyk. Not one thing. And even though I'm picking against him in this fight, even though I'm doing that, understand, understand this. Understand this. That does not mean that Alexander Usyk cannot easily prove me wrong. That doesn't mean that Alexander Usyk is, is I'm counting him out of this fight. He still has an excellent chance to win. And if he did win, I would not be completely surprised because with elite fighters, they can do special things. They can overcome adversity. They can figure things out on the fly. So understand, me picking Tyson Fury to win is not me writing off Alexander Usyk is simply saying, based on the styles, I see Tyson Fury winning. It's not a personal thing. And I think that people really need to understand that. Too many people get in their feelings about these things. But I digress. Let me break it down for you. This is why I see Tyson Fury beating Oslander Usyk. Oslander Usyk has effectively had four fights in the heavyweight division. He's had Chaz Witherspoon. He had Derek Chisora. He had Anthony Joshua 1 and then Anthony Joshua 2. Four fights. In all four of those fights, all of those guys gassed out. All four of those guys got tired. All four of those guys were left winded. Now, for people to turn around and say, well, you know, 
That's what Usyk does. You're absolutely right. Usyk takes guys into deep waters and drowns them. He gets them tired. He wears them out because of his style, because of his movement, because of his skill set, because of what he makes them do every second of every fight. He makes them work for everything. So, yes, he will drain a fighter. That is a credit to Usyk and his skill set. But that's also something that's inherent in all of these fighters. All of these guys have shown gas tank issues prior to the Oslander Usyk fight. So coming into that fight, the game plan was obvious that Usyk was going to make these guys work extraordinarily hard. Extraordinarily hard, which makes perfect sense. So with that being said, Tyson Fury does not have gas tank issues. And to be able to beat a guy like Oslander Usyk, there's a couple of things you need. One thing is you need a sustained body attack. We saw with Anthony Joshua, he almost got him out of there in the ninth round if he was able to apply consistent pressure, but he was too tired. You saw the the 10th, 11th, and 12th round. If we're honest, he lost every single round in the closing championship rounds of that fight in the rematch with Usyk because he gave everything he had in the ninth and he was done for the rest of the fight. He was a punching bag at that point. You can't give everything you got in one round and then you need three or four rounds to recover. You're never going to beat an elite fighter like Usyk. You're never going to beat a great fighter like Usyk. That simply is not how it works. He's too good to allow you to take that many rounds off. He's going to take all of those rounds and he's going to beat you. It's just not going to happen. You can't have these type of lapses where you lose three rounds in a row because you win one round. It, It just doesn't work like that. But, you know, with Tyson Fury, that won't be the case. Tyson Fury is not going to take a ginormous lapse and be exhausted. He's just not going to do it. You see with the Weatherspoon fight, the guy literally quit in the corner and even said after the fight, I was never hurt by Usyk, more tired than anything. Even then, in the corner, if you go back and watch the fight, the guy's like, he's, he's exhausted. He just physically cannot go on. And that's what Usyk does. He wears you out. But at the same time, this is a guy who's already had gas tank issues. So it it doesn't surprise me. Derek Chisora, in the championship rounds of that fight, he had nothing left. He was literally a pinata for Usyk to hit every second of of, of those rounds. That was it. Um, And the Chisora fight was interesting because Chisora started off strong like a bull, but he wore down over time. And some of that is Usyk, but that, some of that is also Chisora as well. We've seen Chisora, you know, tap out of his gas tank at points. We've seen this from him. And so, you know, I think people don't want to look at this objectively and honestly, but, you know, these guys have already had gas tank issues. Fury doesn't have a gas tank issue. Fury is going to be able to apply a sustained attack throughout the fight. And that's why I believe Tyson Fury not only wins, but even gets a stoppage victory over Oslander Usyk. If I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. I just don't believe I will be. We shall see once that fight is made, once that fight happens. Anthony Joshua in the first Usyk fight, his team even came out and said in the first fight, he looked exhausted as the fight went on. His gas tank was running on empty. Okay, we move to the second fight. 
Clearly, in the championship rounds, Anthony Joshua had nothing after the ninth round. Even prior to the ninth round, he was being exhausted. I believe it was anywhere after the sixth round where the guy was no longer bouncing on his knees, moving his head as much. He was literally standing straight up because he was so tired. It was taking an enormous toll on him to work so hard. And this is an Anthony Joshua we've seen have stamina issues before. This is an Anthony Joshua we've seen have these issues before. In between every round in the fight, Anthony Joshua was sitting on his stool to conserve energy. Now, here's the thing. Anthony Joshua said before this fight with Usyk, before the rematch, he said this, and I quote, I don't know how good my conditioning is. I'll find out Saturday. He admitted to not knowing how his conditioning is. You are never going to beat an elite fighter like Usyk if you go in there and get exhausted. It's just not going to happen. Yes, everybody gets a little winded at points. Everybody gets tired at points. When you fight elite fighters, you're going to wear down. But what I mean is to the point where you're not able to commit to a sustained attack. Usyk looked wore down and tired in one round in the ninth and came out in the 10th like nothing happened. That's stamina. That's endurance. That's what that is. Anthony Joshua had a, the best round of his career against Usyk in the ninth round, and he could not follow it up because he had nothing left in that tank. The rest of the fight, he was a punching bag. The rest of the fight, he was a pinata. So we got to be honest about that. Even before the fight, um, when Anthony Joshua went to his open workout in Saudi Arabia, boxing fans were really concerned that Anthony Joshua looked exhausted after having a simple workout. Think about this. Why are fans concerned before the fight, the second fight with Usyk, after they saw you looked exhausted after a simple workout? Because the type of attack Anthony Joshua needed to beat Oslander Usyk was a sustained, high-pressure, high-volume attack. A guy like Oslander Usyk should not be allowed to outwork you, and I understand that he's a smaller fighter. He's used to that level of, of work. But at the same time, for you to beat this guy, for you to overcome that, those big muscles got to go. Those big muscles got to go. You're carrying too much weight. You need to be, you know, even more lean. And I'm not a big guy of Andre Ward. I, I really don't agree with everything he says. He has his moments where he's a hater, but he's spot on with this. Anthony Joshua is carrying too much muscle mass. Those muscles need oxygen. Anthony Joshua is too big of a fighter to go in and try to go in against Usyk with a sustained attack and he, he never presented any threat to Usyk prior to the ninth round or after the ninth round. You literally were only able to go at this guy for one round in 12 rounds. That's not going to get it done against a, an elite fighter. I'm sorry, it's not. Yes, he had other successful rounds, but he never presented a sustained attack from beginning to the end of a round. He always had a moment where he needed a breather, where he needed a step back. He always had needed that moment. And yes, credit Usyk to some degree, but this is also an Anthony Joshua we knew had stamina issues before he came into this fight. This is also an Anthony Joshua we knew that had already said, I don't know how good my conditioning is. He knew this was a problem. He knew this was an issue. But on the other hand, you look at Tyson Too Fast Fury. You look at him and you see that Tyson Fury does not have a gas tank issue. This guy's going to come in there. And he's going to be able to present a sustained attack to Oleksandr Usyk. And we saw against Derek Chisora that he doesn't like a lot of pressure. We saw that against Derek Chisora. Usyk doesn't like pressure. Chisora was winning rounds against Usyk. For as great of a boxer Usyk is, he's still not a huge heavyweight. 
and that is going to be a problem for him against Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is a huge heavyweight, and if he applies pressure to Oleksandr Usyk, he is going to win rounds. Whether you agree with that or not, that is just a simple fact. He's not a huge heavyweight. Derek Chisora, a guy who's just a come-forward brawler, come-forward pressure fighter, applied pressure early in that fight to Usyk and was winning rounds. Anthony Joshua had success when he was going to the body, when he was full of energy. Tyson Fury can mimic those two things, simply apply pressure, go to the body, and present a sustained attack over 12 rounds. It's highly likely he stops Usyk at some point in that fight because that's not something Usyk has faced in the heavyweight division. Everybody he's faced did not have the ability to do that. Tyson Fury does. And not only does Tyson Fury have the ability to do all of those things, Tyson Fury has all of the intangibles as well. He has the height advantage, the reach advantage. He also has elite defense. So the fact that Usyk's able to hit Chisora at will, he's able to hit, you know, Witherspoon at will, he's able to hit Anthony Joshua at will. It's going to be a little harder for him to hit Tyson Fury, who is a moving target who is not going to sit there and not going to get tired for you to just beat him like a pinata. This is a different animal. This is a different beast. This doesn't mean I'm counting Usyk out. It simply means the styles make sense for Tyson Fury to be built wrong for Oleksandr Usyk. He also has an elite IQ. He has zero stamina issues, and he can apply pressure the entire fight without tiring. That is going to be the key. You're not going to be Usyk without being able to perform at a high level for 12 rounds. Tyson Fury can do that. He can do that. And Usyk is not a big puncher. He is not showing you any kind of sustained threat that he's going to knock you out. He's just not a huge puncher. Now, I'll tell you this. You look at Tyson Fury, and, and you see that what makes Usyk dangerous in any fight and, and when he see he has some guys hurt is because he's able to hit them with shots that they don't see that's pretty much it and most of the time that's because these guys are tired and sometimes it's because his skill set giving credit to Usyk but at the same time with Tyson Fury that's not that's not going to always be the case yes Fury's going to get hit with some shots he doesn't see but Fury has an impeccable chin as we know and Usyk doesn't have the most power in the world as we know so, you know, we're basing this on facts. We're basing this on things we've seen between these two fighters in other fights. And you see that Tyson Fury has a skill set, a style, and an ability that no one that has fought Oleksandr Usyk in the, in the heavyweight division has ever had. This will be an absolute monstrous test for Usyk and Fury. It's a dangerous fight for both guys, and we're never writing off Oleksandr Usyk. He's an elite fighter. He's a talented fighter. He's a unified champion, and much respect to Usyk. But based on what I've seen in the ring from both guys, I don't see Oslander Usyk beating Tyson Fury. I have Tyson Fury winning by mid to late stoppage, and that's just being honest and unbiased. Men lie, women lie, but the facts don't lie.